as without a doubt had an impact on the food industry and no less so on the snack sector. One startup to use the opportunity to learn valuable lessons is Karma Bites, a London-based producer of popped lotus seed snacks. Ashwin Ahuja, founder of Karma Bites, says it's been an incredibly challenging year, not only because of the pandemic, but also because of Brexit. However, his young business has generated a five-fold increase in turnover in the past year. We chat to Ahuja to find out more. Do tell me about Karma Bites and your fabulous success. Sure. Um, so I started Karma Bites about a year and a half ago. My background's in advertising and marketing, mm-hmm. and I used to work with uh, some leading brands in the food space. What I found was there's a distinct gap on uh, products and brands that delivered authentically both against taste and health. So right. either was super tasty but it didn't really have the health benefits and vice versa um and i was introduced to lotus seeds when i was a kid growing up in india actually my grandma she introduced me to this product um and not many people know that it's actually a super food packed with benefits it's a source of protein fiber minerals it's packed with antioxidants um so a bit of a super food uh, but not many people knew of it and then when i started looking at these different brands on the supermarket shelves, I identified a gap. And that's when I decided to launch Karma Bites. Um, so that's the sort of personal connection I have with the product. From a brand perspective, because I have a background in advertising and branding, I was very clear the sort of brand I wanted to create. It was all around authenticity and goodness. So right. our product is just very clean. It's very pure. You find no chemicals, there's no refined sugar. So for me, it was very clear, if I'm not going to eat it, I'm not going to sell it. Uh, and I don't want to put anything which you don't find in your kitchen cupboard. So if you were to see the back of our packs, uh, you'll just see everything's completely natural. Okay. And I think that's been our USP, Jill. That's what's uh, sort of given us the success that we've seen um, thus far. Where do you source your ingredients for your snacks? So they come from all over. So we source quite a lot from India. We source quite a lot from the Far East. So it depends on the ingredient. Uh, the thing is, we'd like to source fresh ingredients. So we actually go to the source directly. Uh, so for example, if you were to pick up any pack, the Peri Peri, for example, and you ask me, where does the salt come from or where does uh, the olive oil come from? I'm able to track it down to the supplier. And that's why we've got non-GMO certification because of that um, uh, traceability of every ingredient that we use. Tell me, how has the pandemic affected your business? So look here, like every brand that was establishing itself, we were... uh, about seven months into uh, Karma Bites, I'd just given up my full-time job. I used to work um, at a senior level in strategy consulting. Mm-hmm. I gave that up in November and uh, the security of a permanent salary and the pandemic hit in March. So obviously the initial period was quite stressful, but I think what uh, helped us was 
one from a brand angle we were very clear about the communication and the positioning that we wanted to have so this wasn't just a snack this was going to be a snack that truly delivered like i said on taste and health but the challenge was um so for example whole foods which was one of my biggest clients that relies on tourists and office workers in central london uh they had a huge reduction in footfall after the lockdown and from doing several hundred packs in sales every week, we found ourselves losing sales by 70 to 80 percent. Uh, similarly, with other uh, supermarkets as well, where we are listed, this isn't a brand and a product that people know. So this is something that you discover when you browse and spend time in a supermarket, right. which no one's doing anymore. So the way we shop now is you go in with a list, you are pretty single-minded in terms of what you need to pick up and you get out. It's no longer an experience uh, going food shopping and that definitely had a negative impact on us. So not only did we need to have people know about the product and educate them on Lotus Seeds, we also had to get them to pick up Karma Bites. Um, so obviously from that angle it was a challenge but then we decided to expand our strategy beyond the UK. And uh, in the period of the pandemic, we are now present in 15 countries in the space of about 10 to 12 months, uh, right from Canada to the US to Australia. I think we just completely, we could have just said we're going to hedge all our bets in the UK market, but rather than um, focus our efforts just on one market, we decided to uh, hedge our risks and uh, go to other territories, which in hindsight actually worked in our favor. Excellent. That's absolutely fantastic. You also mentioned that the complexities of Brexit had an impact. Yeah, so Brexit, look here, I think the lack of clarity, the lack of what the future looks like, it's been so mysterious ever since uh, Brexit was voted for. Uh, there's not been any uh, clear direction. So at times I just feel there's over an overdose of information and guidelines. Right. And when running a small business, you don't exactly have a team of uh, lawyers and uh, advisors who are going to tell you how you handle Brexit. You pretty much have to become an expert on it yourself. So what I found was our clients in Europe had a bit of trepidation in terms of are we actually going to get impacted? The pandemic in itself is a massive headache. Is there going to be an added layer of complexity? And our job as uh, businesses and brands was to literally absorb that complexity ourselves and just go, you know what, we're going to take care of every uh, hurdle that comes through and every stumbling block that there is. We'll help clear that. So right. I think from a Brexit perspective, not exactly ideal. Uh, it does impact business. Uh, why would you want to go through the hassle of dealing with the UK when you could buy within Europe itself? So I think working in removing those obstacles definitely helped us and Europe's actually quite an important market for us now. And I think slowly as people get used to the new reality of Brexit, things will get back to normal. The relationship is too close, you know. In your opinion, how has the snack sector fared over the past year and how do you see the rest of 2021 panning out? I think the snacking sector has gone through a huge transformation, right? I think if you look at consumer behavior, um, I think we went through that initial adjustment phase where we were just trying to figure out what does lockdown look like, how are we going to cope? And then we got into this comfortable phase where we just started with, uh, going back to the familiar. So people were snacking on popcorn, people were eating more comfort snacks. 
I think as we started to navigate this lockdown and as we come out on the other side, uh, there's a huge shift in awareness now. Uh, I've seen that massive uh, movement in consumer thinking and the mindset has shifted from is this low calories, is this low fat, which we traditionally used to classify as healthy, which was a misconception. And the conversations now shifted to is this good for me? What goes in the bag as opposed to what's written on the pack? Right. So I think from a lacking sector, especially for a brand like Karma Bites that pretty much sits in that sweet spot of healthy snacking, mm -hmm. I think the future does look bright for us. Uh, also, when you consider the huge growth in plant-based eating, anyone who's riding that wave is going to benefit uh, in some shape or form right now. And consumers, I think, with the lockdown, I think consumers have started becoming a lot more aware. Uh, I personally have started uh, paying a lot more attention. I work in the business. But even despite that, I've started paying even more attention to what I consume, how I live. So I think there's a whole self-care angle that's come up, which is going to actually benefit snacks that are in that good-for-you space. And tell me, what is the snack sector in India like? And is the emphasis on health and wellness as important there as it is in the rest of the world? Um, I think the awareness is huge now. You've got a rising middle class uh, who are increasingly uh, conscious about what they eat. You just have to see the number of gyms that are popping up everywhere. Right. Um, there is... It's an aspirational economy. So they are very much looking for the perfect beach bodies. They are very much looking for uh, healthy snacks. And I think in Indian snacks in itself, there was a shift previously when uh, India decided that modern means aping the West. So you have McDonald's, KFCs and Burger Kings flooding the market. But what I've seen a huge shift is in going back to the roots. So they are looking at foods that are locally sourced, locally grown, and the benefits that they offer. So if you consider Ayurveda, that's such a massive uh, uh, philosophy the world over now. It's a huge practice. Yoga, those right. origins in India. So we in the West have definitely taken advantage of it, whereas in India, perhaps they didn't appreciate it because it was just so close to home. Right. I've seen a shift now where there's an awareness, but obviously they're going through the phase that we went through, I guess, uh, at the turn of the century where we were over consuming. I think they're going through that, but they're going to, uh, the, I think they're going to grow in organically into that space of health and wellness, uh, whereas we sort of uh, took a few years to get there in the UK. What advice would you give a startup snack producer in this current world that we live in with all its challenges? I think do your due diligence and ask for advice. I'm talking from experience where I assume to have a good product and I know how to create brands. Therefore, that's all I need to make a success out of it. But that was literally just step number one. Uh, the remainder is literally unless you do it and experience it, you're not going to benefit from it. I, I, I have an MBA. I assumed I would know everything there is to run a business and how to cope with running a business and setting up as an entrepreneur. But mm -hmm. what we learn, this is literally within the year and a half that I've done it. I'd say I've done three MBAs within that year and a half. Uh, so when it comes to taking advice, when it comes to asking help, you've got to put yourself out there and ask people because 
everyone's been through the experience in terms of entrepreneurs who've actually gone and set up a business. They have probably made the mistakes, they've learned from those mistakes and they've resolved those issues. So rather than have that baptism through fire, why not just ask for help? I wish I'd done that. Um, so that would be uh, the first piece of advice I'd give. Secondly, just because you have a fantastic product and you believe there's a market for it, doesn't mean uh, you sell it. Uh, right. you, need to, you need to have a certain tenacity around, uh, it's not just about the product or the marketing aspect of it. You've very much got to wear several hats. You've got to be good at finance. You've got to be uh, clear with your logistics, your costings. Uh, once you get the product on the supermarket shelf, how are you actually going to shift the product? So there's a lot that's involved. So be aware. It's, it is challenging, but it's by no means is it impossible. You just have to have that knowledge and awareness and you build that as you go along, right? And like I said, there's enough information out there. There's a load of helpful people who'd be more than happy to, you know, uh, give you tips. So what is the future for Karma Bites? So I think we want to stay within this health and wellness space, Jill. We mm -hmm. are an authentic brand. We're all about goodness. I want to stick to that and I want to have proof points. If I talk about goodness, I want my packs to deliver against that. We're going to be keep growing our brand within the health and wellness space. We're going to keep uh, adding new product lines. We're going to keep bringing in new formats. So I think we're just getting started. Uh, hopefully it's an exciting and bright future that lies ahead for us. We've had a solid start. Obviously there's been challenges because of the pandemic. Uh, but now that we've navigated this, I, I think in a way uh, we are prepared for what lies next and it looks positive. Uh, so yeah, everything within health and wellness, we want to be associated with that.